Listener discretion is advised, as the Ebenistas podcast may contain suggestive and or triggering themes and overall adult content. just finished recording one of our episodes and we are going to start recording these short sweet little cute little episodes to get in those things that we couldn't quite fit into the longer episode and on those weeks that we are missing those that's where those episodes will go i hope that made sense i've had three beers by now post show like is a little bit different than when we're recording just fyi yeah it definitely is um Because we, you know, so anyway, the, let's just launch like straight into it. Because if you need like a little, like a short little nibble of, bush, of a bush. podcast, yeah, oh, yeah. Amuse, amuse bush, amuse bush, amuse bush. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's something else. Um, so yeah, so we wanted to give you guys a little snippet of like just some of our conversations and things that we we like to talk about. So, what is today's episode about, or mini episode about? So we are talking about Dave Chappelle's new Netflix special, The Closer. And yeah. I haven't watched the entire thing yet, full disclosure. I'm 30 minutes in, <laughs> but I get it. Before mm-hmm. I even started watching it, I saw the articles going up and they go up every time he does it. He's done a special now. The articles have gone up and it's like, oh, he went too far. He went too far. So Doreen, tell me, what was, did you have a too far moment? Um, so I think even when he was talking about the trans issues with the LGBTQ, um, with the LGBTQ community, I was like, oh, this is not going anywhere good. And then like the more he got into it, I was like, oh, God, no. But we live in this world of this cancel culture, right? And comedians can't, they can't do comedy because part of what makes things funny is, is the basis of truth that's in there and making fun of like the social issues people things and places and you can't do that as a comedian anymore because people will cancel you and i i love the fact that dave Chappelle is like i don't care what you guys want me to do or what you don't want me to do i'm gonna do me regardless of the impact that that has it's very bold but it's also just what comedians used to do yeah yeah 100 percent. like they are you know, people and, you know, very, um, how can I say this? If you want to think of it in basics, right? Most people probably look at comedians and they go, oh my God, like, you're just there to make me laugh. Like, stop being political. Stop being this. Stop being this. No, if you've been watching comedy over the last, like, I don't know, like three, four decades, like, mm-hmm. and plus, like, they've been making commentary on how we live, social commentary. Like, it's it's crazy. And like, the fact that people still to this day, like still to this day, like can't understand that, um, it, it bothers me a lot. So, um, did you? I mean, so my question to you was, did you feel that it went too far, or did you? Were you like, this is it? Like, this is truth. This is how other people think, kind of thing. So I think that he, so for me, the special was really that, that part of it was him kind of walking, walking people through the fact that he was uneducated and ignorant to what they were going through, how they were living life, how they were persecuted. And he was 
ultimately trying to show admiration and document his his um, learning curve on what those issues look like and what he he's allowed to talk about, what he shouldn't talk about, what is considered politically correct. And as a comedian, typically those are areas that they're allowed to kind of jump in and out of and just sort of like poke fun and kind of keep it moving, but while still educating people. And I think that he did a good job. If you watch the special from start to finish, he did a good job of trying to like tie up those loose ends. But I, I do see in this world of cancel culture that he did probably go a little too far because of the society that we live in. So here's my counter to that, right? Let's go. Dave Chappelle is Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And if you've been watching him from the beginning, which most yep. of the people in our age group and older have yeah. been, he has always been himself in his comedy and he's offended everyone. And so me personally, I really take offense. And this is a big thing about um, protected communities. And I think that the issue sometimes is that whenever he says something about black people, right? or is offensive to black people. And he's done it historically throughout the years. Like it's to the point that like, even sometimes I'm like, damn, like that kind of hurt a little bit as a black person. And he knows it hurt, but he knows that there's some underlying truth to it. Nobody's going wild. No. no one's going, oh my God, you can't say that. Oh my God. Like maybe some chatter here and there, people who, you know, but it's not like this huge, like let's boycott that you shouldn't say that. It's like, it's almost like this feeling like, well, you're black, so you're allowed to say that, you know, and we can all, the rest of us can laugh at it and it's acceptable, it's okay. But now that, you know, it's a bigger thing now, like now that he's making mention of other communities or like, you know, when he does mention other communities, um, you know, LGBTQ plus, um, now it's boycott, boycott, boycott. And it's like, it's almost unfair, it's like, we also people of color for years have endured all of this yeah we did so honestly we did it with grace we were yeah. like damn that's a fucking joke you know <laughs> like for as i'm saying collectively not every single person is the same and not everyone reacts the same to everything so to me when he says um there was a joke and he was like can um gay people be racist yeah. yes absolutely yes and just because you're part of a protected class, what did he say? He said, look at Mike Pence <laughs> or something like that. Mm -hmm. I was like, but it's true. Like, just because you're gay, it doesn't mean that you are open to everything. And the right. same thing with black people. Like, even if you're straight, black, whatever, it doesn't mean you're liberal. It doesn't mean you always vote Democrat or whatever it is. These are the ugly truths of who we are. And comedians kind of have like this safe space where they, they say those things for us as a society. Like that goes back to the whole Joker thing and like kings and queens and jesters and like all that stuff. They've always commented on society. And I really think it takes, if you found yourself, and this is my challenge for some people, if you did not find yourself being upset when he made fun of black people and of ourselves, mm -hmm. how can you sit there and be upset when he made fun of LGBTQ plus? Like either you're in it on the whole for all of us, like we are all people, we are all here together, or like, to me, I, I just don't think that's fair. So here, I wanted to kind of read some of the news article titles that I saw about this special. So one says, meet the new Dave Chappelle, misogynistic, anti-trans and socially irresponsible. Have you watched the man show? Have you seen any of his stand-up? He's always, like, I mean, 
just watch the show it's hilarious but like that it, it that show would have been canceled after episode one listen in this society that we live in. listen do you remember when it came out like how big it was like i was obsessed i was in 10th yes. grade when it came out and i remember when it came out yeah girl look at me sideways if you need to um everybody was talking <laughs> was about Chappelle's show good and in college yeah listen everybody I mean, you walk down the street, like people were, I mean, walk down the hallway, I'm rich, biatch, or like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, or was it, (laughs) put your hands to the sky, honky, (laughs) like, you know, all these jokes. What did the five fingers say to this face? I mean, he's joking about R. Kelly, like, think about that. He's joking about Eddie Murphy, Charlie Murphy, like, yeah, these people, crackheads, Black, white, Asian, it doesn't matter. Like he's done it. And a lot of comedians do this as well. And so for me, when I say, um, I think it's a little unfair to come at him specifically for this community and how he speaks, the man literally brought it back around because he's very good at tying in his jokes and making a story. Like a lot of comedians cannot do that. Um, And he always does that in all of his, I've seen him, I saw him once in Miami and when he did, um, and it was right when he was coming out of um, his whole like being sheltered and whatever he did. <laughs> um, and it wasn't that great. It was kind of depressing, but he did the same thing. He made a story and he brought it back. And so you know, and to bring us some human truth to the matter. And that's all I've ever heard from him. At least for right. me, when I look at him and when I listen to what he's saying and I'm not just going, oh, that punch, that joke really hurt. I'm listening to the rest of the commentary because we're not one dimensional people. You are, I'm not just a black woman. You know, my, the person next to me is not just a gay person. The person next to me is not just an Asian, like whatever it is, you are not just that. We are complex beings and we're allowed to be difficult. And yeah. So I feel like I liked watching his growth. Difficult. (laughs) This is me being difficult. (laughs) I liked watching, you know, the fact that he was trying to say that I was uneducated in this topic when I did the, my last best role and I understand that I was offensive. And so here is how I grew as a comedian and as a person when it came to this topic. And so I admire that. And then one thing he does say, he's like, I think you guys think that I don't like the LGBTQ community, but I'm not saying that. I'm actually jealous of how you guys have yes. come together <laughs> and, and, and like, you know, you guys have an agenda. And that was one of the things when when all those like protests were happening, I'm like, okay, but why are we protesting? Like to what end? What are we trying to get? Mm-hmm. Like with Colin Kaepernick's pro- protest, we're like, okay, he was just trying to shed a light on, you know, the racial disparities. And there's not a lot of organization, but the LGBTQ community, they know what they want. They know how to get it. They know how to like, you know, t- and they are really well organized. Um, I think it was probably not his best decision to tackle this particular subject but he's never shied away from those subjects and i think that's what makes him a good comedian because how many new comedians i'm sorry how many new black comedians do you see really entering the market and being able to stay relevant these days it's really difficult he hasn't had any scandals of cheating on his wife like kevin hart or you know getting caught doing drugs or you know putting on a sweatsuit and passing out in the middle of traffic like he hasn't had any Damn, of that why you call martin like that why'd you I'm calling everybody. I called. Um, I called. <laughs> I, I, there was a little Richard Pryor in there. Um, with was, on fire hair. <laughs> a lot of comedians have had issues with drug abuse and Cat Williams. I mean, you've seen it over and over again. Dave Chappelle has not. 
So why why is he not allowed to speak about what he wants to speak about? If you don't want to watch it, then don't watch it. But comedians have always tackled difficult subjects. And I think he did the same thing this time. Yeah, yeah. 100% I do and again we want to be clear like we are we are supportive of every community like it's just these are the conversations that we want to have and this is the conversation that he brought about I mean like this is why we're seeing this in the news and why people are saying like maybe this isn't the right time to say these things maybe he said it in the wrong way whatever it is but we're having the conversation and we're moving forward and we're trying to learn this I mean the yes. man is I don't know how old he is he looks like he's like 50 something Girl, he is aging quickly. Listen, he doesn't um, look yeah. it, but as a black person trying to judge age on another black person, <laughs> I'm gonna say he's maybe in his fifties. I don't know, but so I'm gonna say this: I think that if you encounter someone who's ignorant on a particular subject that is personal to you, try to educate them first before you judge them. Yes, hundred percent. And if they just turn out to be a fucking asshole, then let them have it you can write them off right at least you try you know you can they can get them hands i mean like but just don't get caught okay i'm not advocating for that listen don't don't listen to me and don't you <laughs> don't you do it anyways guys thanks a lot for joining us if you got anything else to add to our cute little conversation here or crazy conversation let us know you know yeah we're, we're, we're out there in the atmosphere you know google it i don't know all right yeah check us out on social media at p on twitter the underscore Ebenezer's on Instagram and Ebenezer's podcast on Facebook and Ebenezer's at gmail.com. Just, just in case you want a different way to reach out to us, but please reach out to us. Let us know what you think. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. The Ebenezer's podcast was created, written, recorded, and produced by Jabby and Doreen. Theme music by Chris Black of Truck Music Productions.